strength It's a sword of power Sword is power Dragon and earth Soaring through the sky Spread your wings What's up, ballers? It's your boy Lawson Phoenix, and my lovely co-host, as always, is with me, Benel Herdemosin, and this is Ballin' Out Super. And we have a very special guest as well with us. It's Mike Fallig, everybody. Hey, I was promised we were going to talk about the Dane Cook hit waiting. Is that what, we don't. Wait, is that what that is? I thought you were yeah. talk, talking about the concept no. of waiting. Tank just, also wow. doesn't play a big role in that movie. It's mostly a just no. long vehicle. I have not heard of it. Not it even it heard is, of but Dane Cook becomes popular in the production of it. And so, like, they push Dane, they really push Dane Cook when it comes out. But he's like, Benel's right, he has like three lines. What, what is, when is, when is this film? Why is this film? And what is this film? Yeah, it's a surprisingly uh, good film. It's 2005. It's uh, a Ryan bro. Is in it. Anna it's a Ferris, bro film. Long. It's yeah. a cast. It's a bro film cult hit. Okay. Bro film. I mean, with yeah, with with yeah, Dane Cook and uh, who else did you say was in there? It's Justin Long, Ryan Anna Reynolds. Yeah, Ryan Reynolds. Steve, yeah. Steve McBride, Dave, Dave Ketchner, Louis Guzman, like Danny McBride and peak Danny McBride. Kind of like, kind of fucking. I, this is basically Empire Records, but for like the 2000s. One of the things it has too. over Empire Records is uh, the exposure of genitals as a fun game. Uh, and I think <laughs> uh, that yeah. was more what resonated with people. Hey, let's not talk about this. I am a fan of this show. I'm so excited to meet Katie Rose oh, and Alex Patakum. Oh, what? Uh, what? Well, what? I haven't uh, listened to not... like only three episodes. What? Oh, Mike, I didn't. Um, it's really, oh. this is kind of embarrassing, um, to, for you to find out this way. But, I thought uh, this was the green room. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Well, so this is Bowling Out Super, but as of, uh, the, the, the middle of Mar of May, uh, Katie and Alex are no longer part of the show, so. Now I have a fan theory. Yeah. You're going to bring them back Ooh, with I the love Dragon a, Balls. I love a fan theory. Oh, okay. That's, it's <laughs> a hell of a theory. Um, no, I listen, okay. I listen to this show. I listen yeah. to everything that people who I work with, me and Lawson are working on something. I listen to mm. every, I listen to talking Naruto. And I do have to warn you two now that you're running this show as well. Mm. If you spoil the following shows, I will flip out. Attack on Titan. I'm no. on the final season. No. Uh, no Guardians interest. of the, well, well, don't say no. You two <laughs> spoil shows. Oh, oh, like I see what Batman you're cuts down. <laughs> Batman, like Batman, cuts down page three bad guys. Yeah, that, yeah. you guys are just like kachaw, one hit. Me just. and Benel have talked about the. Yeah, end. we don't care. Here's the thing: we don't. Oh, 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 oh! That is not in debate whether you don't care. I'm yeah, aware yeah, after I, listening to a hundred <laughs> episodes of Talking Naruto, yeah. you two don't care. So that's why I'm saying the thing I'm is, we don't even Zelda. we don't even like Attack on Titan. That's why we don't care about spoiler. I know you. I know we, you don't. We treat it with the like, like, uh, like the, the child who we don't see our eyes in. Like we don't care about them. Yeah, we don't. Like, we, don't <laughs> we, we treat it like my dad treated me. Like that's how we treat it. <laughs> we treat it with all the care of a neglected child who 
we're pretty sure it wasn't actually ours. And uh, yeah, so <laughs> finally, the dubs are out for that show for the final season. You know, they, did, they did the okay. yeah, they did the Breaking yeah. Bad thing. Where they broke the yeah. final season up. Mm, they broke and bad. I only watched the dubs because I have opinions about that. Um, but oh. uh, that show is uh, amazing. And I'm sad we're not talking about Dragon Ball Z for only one reason, which is that Attack on Titan gets us one little inch closer to buff anime characters just breaking down and fucking right in the middle of a fight. Because <laughs> that's really the dream of all Wait. these muscly and half-naked people is just at some point they just Goku and Vegeta just kiss so hard. That's true. And, and yeah. that's that's the real dream here. Yeah. And I'm very sad that there – I don't know if it's in the anime, but I – Speaking of Dragon Ball, why I thought of this was I was promised big, hard Attack on Titan monster cocks. <laughs> and it's what? very, I feel, I, it was implicit. It you was were. implicit that at some point I would see a big, hard, erect Titan. Uh-huh. And I haven't seen that. And I'm pretty no. upset about it. But we're close, guys. We're close. We're close. Yeah. I, I, you wanted me to talk about my history with Dragon Ball. I love Dragon Ball. I wear a Dragon Ball Z shirt every day. I oh. own, like, um nine or ten of a t-shirt uh that i just wear uh, you know as as part of my quote-unquote uniform Mm -hmm. uh dragon ball i'm less aware of (laughs) um i I think think, most people are uh well no i'm less aware of comparatively Mm -hmm. i'm not less aware of it i'm less aware of it in terms of like i've watched dragon ball z like four or five times all the way through it was on when we were kids Um, so yeah didn't watch it when i was a kid uh is the other part of this uh, 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 I'm happy to talk about this on air. The idea of knowing when TV shows are on in the '90s. If anyone tells you they knew when a show was on, you didn't know <laughs> when all the shows were on. No, I just remember vaguely like I didn't Some, know it was on, but right, I, would, I would catch Dragon Ball Z as a child every now and then. I remember you would catch it, yeah, and it was one of the shows you would catch. Another one was Alton Brown, and I would never know when that was on, but I would yeah. catch it. Mm-hmm. And like, I remember for years as a little kid being like, there's this, sh-. he wouldn't even know the name of shows. <laughs> like there was this show and uh-huh. he cooks. People are like, oh, you mean Emerald? No. <sighs> like, but I didn't watch Dragon Ball Z as a kid. I didn't really like fantasy as a kid. I think it's a hard mm-hmm. genre to get into. And so, uh, mm-hmm. when I was around, uh, when I was in college, I decided I would learn why fantasy was good. Uh, it's an awkward thing because I read all the Harry Potter books when I was like 19. Sure. The difference between that with millennials is I remember the books mm. uh, and they don't. So <laughs> they'll start to mm. talk I mean, about they... Harry Potter and I'll say, oh, yeah, well, there's this scene. And they're like, I don't think that happens. It's like, OK, it does happen uh, in the book because you know, I just read them. It's interesting. I found that like the people who remember the books tend to be millennial white women. <laughs> mm. Am I you guys found this at all? <laughs> yeah. Like oh. other people remember the movies. But like my oh, like yeah. white women my age see, actually seem to remember the books. I don't well, know. I'll what tell you why. I'll tell you why. Education system, or I don't know what that means. Get ready, but... white women. I'm ready to speak for you. Uh-huh. Don't worry, Lawson. Uh, there's a there's a white girl character. <laughs> if any book. of the three of us could, you'd be the closest. <laughs> Thank, yes, because of because I'm being the loudest, which wow. women love when you do that. Sure, uh, it's how feminine. Uh, the, 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 it has a white female character that's a star and. I've always said this about X-Men versus Harry Potter. X-Men was for jocks, right? Uh, Harry Potter gets his powers through being a big old nerd. 
Yeah, so I think fair. it also. A, a, I'm going to read a book. Oh, I'm going to read a book and learn how to do my magic. Absolutely not. Like uh, even in the X Men, Professor Xavier is always like, "You should study physics," and they're all in the X Men are like, "Okay, Professor X, I have a superpower, and I'm going to study physics. <laughs> I'm going to read a single book while I have the power to turn everything into ice." Okay, but no, I feel like you have um, something to say about this X Men thing. I say X Men are, are for the gays. Okay. That's for Josh. I mean, okay. I just, my thought, okay. just like for the gays. Not where I thought you were going with that, but okay. Yeah, like it's okay it's for the gays. They some... show up. They like, hey, you're uh, you got superpowers when you're 16. All you guys wear sparkly outfits. Some of you, some of you are, some of you are cat women. Some of you are dudes in feather boas. Have at it. You know, it's so funny. I I thought like because I've heard other I thought people you were going to say... go for a less harmful stereotype. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I've been reading com- I've been reading X-Men comics for 20 years. Most of the most of them are wearing feather boas. Yeah. That's true. I guess yeah. That's true. Uh I thought it was going the other way is that like the X-Men were for uh black people <laughs> because the- they used to they, they okay, well, here we go. Was- now we, are we all just at one point they used to be harmful <laughs> at, at one point they I mean, used to be the well, gays got the gays got it first. That was the metaphor I thought. That the was the metaphor, metaphor was in the like, movie, yeah. Yeah. The metaphor was like, this is for black people, but like, at some point, I think it happened around Claire, Chris Claremont's run in the X-Men, which was 14 years long and pretty much, you uh. know, set the foundation of what X-Men actually is. Uh, it started as a black metaphor, and then it became a gay metaphor, and now it's just a metaphor for being different. For being oppressed, for being othered. But yeah. being, being Cause liberal. Because Mag- Magneto <laughs> is straight up Jewish, so. Yeah, yeah. Be, <laughs> being, yeah. Now it's just like they rule the world. I think it could be. I, I it could be. Tra- could be trans folks now too. Like yeah, it's yeah. yeah now now oh, it's yeah, a, that was uh, always what it was supposed to be. Yeah. Uh, the problem is there's no dialogue between leaders. Stan Lee modeled it off after this is all your fans know this already. Stan Lee modeled of it off of you know uh, MLK and, and Malcolm X, but there's no dialogue between anyone. Uh, so you just have to base it off of general oppression. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, well, no one is a leader. No one talks to anyone. So it's just general. Yeah, Magneto and X are definitely supposed to be MLK and uh, Malcolm X. However, I kind of like that it's not too specific. I like that it's more generalized because it means that more people can relate to it. You know, and the in oh, com- um, the comic now they're in the comics now they're just like, you know, kings. That's it. Yeah. The X Men sure. just like they finally went like, "Hey, fuck humans. We're just gonna rule, run our own country." Yeah, and they do, yeah. and they did, and that's it. X Men was one of those shows. So I grew up; I didn't have cable growing up, so I would like randomly catch Dragon Ball Z. I feel like X Men, the animated series, also a show that I don't remember when it was actually on. I would ten a ten p.m. It was. I'll okay. tell you when it was on. The uh, X Men Evolution. I'm, I, I, are we speaking the same language? But I'm now? not sure. The one where they were yeah. in high school. Yeah. I don't remember. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, let us talk about X Men for a second. Okay. You poser, Lawson. I'm not a poser. Evolution. I'm not that I knew. Listen, Go ahead. famous famous anime podcaster Lost in Leon uh-huh. tends to know about X Men. So embarrassing. <laughs> uh, yeah. uh, evolution, right, Benel? Yeah, the evolution. one where they're in high school. That's oh. the shit. 10 p.m. I think at one point on Fox Family, right? It was, it was on, on one of those digitally, no, like a digital Fox network, like ABC Family Could or Fox Could you get it Family. without cable? Is my question. Yeah, you could get on uh, cable. It was on Kids WB. Uh, Kids WB, yeah. That's the that's the animated series, though. That's the one I saw. Yeah. right. No, the animated series was on Fox. Uh, oh. That ended when that ended. The rights leaped over to Kids WB, which uh. became X Men Revolution, and they said it. Uh, 
and it said it in high school, they had the animated team from Jackie Chan Adventures. I That's why that they look so similar. <laughs> I always thought the Jackie Chan Adventures looked like X-Men, but I couldn't play Sly. Okay, let's oh, okay. find a thing that we can all talk about. Let's talk yeah. about the most underrated cartoon show of all time, Jackie Chan Adventures. I mean, it was Nobody pretty Nobody fucking name checks it. It was pretty As fucking Nobody been out. Show. You know, I did we all grow up, by the way, thinking that Jackie Chan was the English voice for that guy? Because I did. Yes. I, thought, yes. I, I think we I all assumed did. that was voiced by Jackie Chan. Even though they would have the real Jackie Chan do, like, inserts, and he sounds nothing because like the voice Howie's actor. World. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> because to, to copy Howie's world, which yeah. is a weird way stand-up comedy affects the world. God, because yes. because Bill Cosby <laughs> did it in uh, Little Bill. Uh, what you call Little Bill? Well, he did it in Little Bill, but doesn't he also do it in? He did it in um, uh, the Fat uh, Albert. Fat, he did it in Fat Albert, and he did it yeah. again in another show. Uh, uh, it got copied. He's always doing it again. Yeah. Uh, and 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 so Jackie Chan would come on, and they would do emails. Ask Jackie. Yeah, ask Jackie. <laughs> More importantly, RE Dragon Ball, I feel that Jackie Chan Adventures answers a really, really difficult uh, fantasy question, which is they distinguish immortality and invincibility. Yes. It's one of the best fantasy points of the show. They say immortality, you can't die, it still hurts. Invincibility, nothing hurts, you can still die. Right. Oh, wow. Yeah. Brilliant. Yeah. Brilliant. For what most people probably see as a cash grab show. <laughs> well, I <sighs> mean, was it in hindsight? I mean, Jackie was really popular. Uh, yeah. Because, like, what, okay, uh, when did when did Rumble in the Bronx hit, like, stateside? Like, late 90s, right? Uh, yeah. Are you so, going to try and tell me Rumble in the Bronx was impactful, though? Did anyone see 1995, that? 1995, yes. It, it was, like, late it, 90s, it, right? I'm assuming... Yeah, I, 1995. My Future. Jackie Chan story... I'm not an official Jackie Chan historian, but from my unofficial historian-ness. Trust me, the book is coming. Rumble, uh, yeah, if I wrote my Jackie Chan book tomorrow, I'm pretty sure Rumble the Bronx is the thing that turned on most people to Jackie uh, Chan in the West. I'm really? Sure. Okay. Well, because, like, I, I don't, I I don't think people got drunk and mastered, or, like, early, because I don't think it no, came... No, people, people didn't well, get drunk and mastered. They didn't oh. get drunk and mastered Super Cop until, until later. Yeah, Super Cop was, that was way later, I think, because, like... I, I honestly think that the West didn't know about him until Rush Hour. Rush Hour? Oh, yeah, I mean, sure, that's fair. But, I'm uh, yeah, because that was his first actual Western movie. So... Yeah. But I'm saying, like, um... Cause, did did Rumble in the Bronx have a theatrical release? It, 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 it came it, out in the West, yeah, that was part of the thing, because, like, it would, t- quote-unquote, took place... In the Bronx, which the Bronx that's portrayed in that movie is fucking hilarious. But, um. Looks a lot like Hong Kong. <laughs> it's just really. The gangsters are like theater kids. It's really funny. Anyway, um. So. It's, it's the same way, like, in West Side Story. This is going way back. But, like, the, like the gang members of West Side Story all have, um. You can tell that they have theater degrees, like, tattooed on their yeah, face. They're, like, they, yeah, like they're, they're trying to be, like, gang leaders, but they can dance really well. And it's just, like, <laughs> they have smooth voices. Anyway. Um, and none of, them are, none of them are Spanish in the movie? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> not actually. Yeah. How do, you, how do you solve a problem like Maria? Don't worry. She's not Spanish. Don't worry about it. Don't, not that kind of Maria. Even though uh, it's supposed to be. That's the whole reason it's set there. Yeah. Uh, Natalie Wood, whatever her name was. Yeah. Um the Russian Puerto Rican. So, uh, mm-hmm. but yeah, so, yeah, so Zack and Avengers were as early odds or mid odds? 2004? Or is it like. I mean, I'm going to blow like your mind 90s, here. I'm pretty it? sure it's all, uh, it's all odds. Like, that show runs oh, a long time. It was like 03 to like 09, even? Did it go that long? I think so. 
God damn, that's crazy. <laughs> I just remember that it went longer than I thought it did. Like, it went... I guess because it was he started doing the Rush Hours, because the Rush Hours was like 2001. And that's when he's... And, you know, he stayed popular, so... Um, did Z even play on one of those Saturday morning blocks? Yes, it did, I don't because... It, what did it play? I didn't have cable, and I somehow watched it. So I think it was on WB, like, early morning it was, Saturday. It was Dragon WB at 11... At 7 p at 7 a.m. in the morning. Was it 7 a.m.? That's why. I woke up to watch that shit. <laughs> I thought it was, like, 10 yeah, a.m. Yeah, because... Nope, that was on Sunday. That means I was waking up at like six thirty to watch that shit. Wow, fucking right. Eleven a.m. on Saturday or Sunday, Vanel? Sunday. Yeah, that's why I wouldn't have done Saturday morning. I wouldn't have done Saturday mornings. You forget that when you're a kid, you can like wake up early and it like doesn't matter. My kid wakes up at five a.m. in the morning. (laughs) Yeah, and you have all the energy you ever need because your body's tiny. She goes. She goes (laughs) literally from uh, supine to sitting up. With a game, with a uh, switch in her hand. Yeah. Immediately. So, but, yeah. Man, I forget about, when I was in high school, and that's not even that young anymore, I would, like, wake up early to play video games in the living room before the rest of my family woke up. Likewise. <laughs> you have to. You have to. Because I could, and because I really wanted to play the game, and, <laughs> but I wouldn't, well, well, yeah. My big scam was I had a little TV in my room. Because I, it would help me sleep, so I needed mm. like the white noise. So right. if I wa- if I got up early and actually started watching cartoons and made sure the TV was on like very early, people might think I was still sleeping and leave me alone. Mm. That's so a, that's that, amazing. That's, that's a, a big scam. scam. That's a hell of yeah. a scam. Um, uh, I would watch. I wouldn't have watched anything at seven because there was other stuff on at seven a.m. on Saturday. So that would have explained that. Right. One one Saturday morning. Mike, were there were there other other animes that you were into as well? As as a as a child, as a kid, or at any point in your life. So I would consider uh, X Men Evolution to be kind of a kind of America's first stab at something anime like, even though it looks very American. Mm. Uh, but well, some people say Avatar: The Last Airbender is an anime. Avatar, it is the first real. American. Yeah, that's, a, that's an American anime. Which, as of COVID, having watched it, I agree. It is. Not just like uh, in the way it looks, but also the way it tells its story. Astro Boy was really big for me. That was probably the first anime I was into. Uh, you actually I like watched Astro the, Boy? Yeah. I yeah, like all the incarnations of it. I actually like the 80s Astro Boy the best. Um, I didn't even I know there that, were more than... How many incarnations are there? Two? Or more? I don't, I don't, there could be more, but what I only watch dubs, which I'll t- I can talk about okay. that opinion here. Sure. Uh, R.E. Jackie Chan and, and, and Bruce Lee, when you create an industry in a country, when you create a film industry in a country, that's really the only way that Americans start to care about yes. foreign yes. entities. Yeah. Localization, it's not just about, oh, well, now you can understand it. It's you can hire American voice actors. Yes. Because Americans are only motivated by money. Right. So to me, I watch dubs because. Basically, we would stop importing anime if we didn't have dubs. Uh, mm. Completely, it would that's stop true. tomorrow. Yeah, that's if, true. If, if Netflix thought they could make animes and stop importing the Japanese ones, they would do it in a heartbeat. Yeah, uh, but they can't. They can't. Um, so I would. I only watch dubs. Um, I have on no top of that, problem I watch... with dubs because also it employs uh, voice actors, which is always nice. Yeah. So and always, I, yeah. It, it, the notion of like dubs being not superior to subs is stupid nowadays because we have 
such good such good voice actors and such good voice actor work who are fans of the source material that they genuinely like yeah do equal performance and now animation is done with americanization in mind yes that's also true yeah uh, we're in in the patreon episode we're definitely going to talk about pokemon because you know je- mm. jelly donuts is definitely mm-hmm. the most famous version of that um but uh <laughs> yeah it is different they're, ri- they're rice yeah it does feel like back in the day like i mean you know english dubs like a lot of people were showing up to work but now it's like they do have like people are fans of the material actually it's people, like a, I see voice actors put that first, which yeah. I think is a new thing. I, yeah. I think yeah. you would have seen back in the day in their voice reels, you would see it like a fourth or fifth. Now it's like, bang, I was on Attack on Titan. I was bang, I was, in this, I was in an RPG. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I think that's a, a shift too, is it has clout here. Um, mm. But let's go back to more funny things. So I, I like Astro Boy, uh, okay. Pokemon for sure. I watched a lot of Pokemon when it first came out. Um but I don't want to dominate Pokemon talk where we're going to. Yeah, talk I watched I watched a lot of Pokemon plagiarizer. as well, and I don't ever talk about it. I know Andrew Taven had a Pokemon podcast, but I don't know if he does anymore. Yes. I wish I'd gotten on no. it because I. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> it seems weird that you didn't. Uh, yeah. I'm trying to think. Uh, uh, Astro Boy was the first real anime where it felt like I watched it on like the computer i watched it bootlegged i think and then it was on hulu when hulu used to be free it was oh mm. cool. okay yeah the, uh, the old hulu everyone's favorite hulu <laughs> the will, with the will arnett ads yeah um uh. i'm trying to think i'm trying to and then when i was in college i actually wanted to make uh a documentary about like dragon ball z fandom um and it was really interesting. I met a guy who wrote a book about it, who wrote some really interesting stuff about it. I started to do it as part of a class. Oh, cool. uh, I learned all about AMVs, which I don't know if you guys know about. Oh, I love AMVs, bro. Yeah. AMVs I just shared cool. one on my Facebook today. <laughs> well, this is Naruto yeah, AMV, uh, Naruto yeah. versus Pain AMV that I always go back to. I feel pretty like, much a lot. If person, you're a wrestler, you pretty much have to have an AMV. Yeah. Also, yeah, they're big in pro wrestling, but. This one dude who made this Naruto vs. Pain AMV, I basically think of it as, like, a ten-minute short film. Where, like, if you don't... Like, you could just experience the whole Naruto Pain fight in ten minutes and get all the same emotion out of it. It's like a work... I, it's like a work of art. But anyway, yes. You did this for college, you said. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I got really into Dragon Ball Z then, and I watched every single episode, and, again, watched it bootlegged on the internet. Those free free TV websites uh, that you would find. Um, and then I was a big supporter of, I don't remember if people, I don't know if people remember this. Uh, there was a campaign to put Toonami back on the air. Mm-hmm. And this was largely, and I didn't watch Toonami. I watched late Toonami because I wasn't into the style of anime when I was a kid either. Um, Toonami had like Inuasha uh, I, and Code Geass on it, right, Benel? Do you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm reading. But, but I, I, I was cable, more towards so the Code Geass era. Yeah, okay. When yeah. Code Geass was merely the big show on there, uh, and less towards the Inuasha era. Right. Um, but there was a, 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 a campaign that was like, it was either called like Planet Toonami or something like that. And they didn't just broadcast Toonami like shows, they broadcasted every day at the same Toonami time a broadcast day 
they had tapes of the broadcast day of Toonami. So you would get to watch old ads. You'd get to watch the old intros and stuff. You'd get to, mm-hmm. and they did it chronologically. Uh, and that was kind of when I started to get really into anime. And then around that time, uh, Space Dandy came out. And I'm big mm. into oh, Space Dandy. Nice. I've never seen it, but I've heard Another hidden about gem. It. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. A fantastic show. Is it Just, the same genre? Especially for an anime fan. Is it like a similar drama as like Trigon and Outlaw Star of like these like it's, westerns it's the in space? Outlo- it's the, it is the Cowboy Bebop team. Uh, oh, okay. But uh, it's like Looney Tunes. Uh, basically. But yeah, basically doing their version of a comedy manga. Oh, it's a comedy. Yes. Oh, it's like a straight. Okay. Word. Yeah. It, it's it's oh. the most comedy manga I've ever seen on TV. I guess I've read stuff Andy like it. It does sound, sound like it's goofy. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, awesome. you would love it. It's Studio Bones before One Punch Man. Mm-hmm. Word. It's like, it's like One Punch... That's, I didn't know that, Benel, yeah. that it's yeah. One Punch Man team, because that makes sense, because it is like... It does a big... It definitely introduces that gag of, like, nothing matters. Uh, mm-hmm. you know, which, one, which One Punch Man takes seriously, yeah. but, like, also doesn't. But, like, it's also just awesome. Um, yeah. Man, I... Uh, I was just talking about how much we need, we need another like good One Punch Man season. <laughs> like we just, yeah, that's the one thing. Like who's gonna do it? Mappa's Mappa's taking it. I mean, Mappa's already busy. UFO table's already busy. Bones I, is, is doing it. Like, I feel we, like One Punch Man though. We're gonna need. It's a, like we <laughs> need this anime in our zeitgeist. Otherwise, like we can't be too demon slayery. You know what I mean? Like we can't be I, too. I see. I know. We my hero academia. We need some one we punch man. We can't be man. that sincere. Yeah, we need we some shit to sincere. be like JK. <laughs> yeah, it's but like all the big animes are so I'm... sincere right now. I mean, JJK is kind of funny, but you know. You yeah. think you think my hero academia is sincere, bro? <laughs> it's very. It's sincere. the most. It has, we're, we're, it has. It has enough of the other stuff. I don't know. You're right. It's the most sincere anime <laughs> there's ever. What, what's uh, was, that Paul Tompkins bit about? Uh, uh, what's his name? The actor who's really intense. Uh, there will be blood. Uh, fucking uh, Daniel Day Lewis. Uh, 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 fucking yeah. <laughs> he's a lot of people what think Daniel Day Lewis. He's really intense, but actually, he's the most intense person <laughs> who's ever lived. <laughs> My hero academia couldn't be more sincere, bro. This dude cries when anything happens. Okay, I know. <laughs> I just, I well, you know, I'm not saying like no, I, I don't like it. it with... I like it. I'm just saying, like, we need some balance. We need a little. <laughs> You're, we can't keep having. We're on board. Yeah, yeah, I like it. I'm I was just saying... putting it with things like Soul Eater, where there's some goofiness, but you're, you're right. Yeah. it's not. It's not a. Uh, the key moments are not funny. Yeah. No. Right, right I mean, now we got demon. About... Right now we got Chainsaw Man is kind of holding that like eh, fuck you, Reverend. But that's Chainsaw Man is uh, doesn't have the. It does have a lighthearted tone to it, but it's so fucked up. That it's like no. it doesn't have the crossover appeal that a One Punch Man is. Bro, One Punch Man, you could show it to non anime fans and they get it. Bill Burr was talking about One Punch yeah. Man. <laughs> like, really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, but, that's what I think is great. The golden age of anime of anime right now. A lot of a lot of like anime fans are like, you know, Dragon Ball and Dragon Ball Z was the golden age. Yeah, I think they like because anime wouldn't exist if 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 it was in America, like we would can't we would not like any of these shows. It has to be done in Japan and brought here. Mm. And like they have gotten so good at knowing what to bring here. They have just yeah. nailed us every yep. single time as what well. like, no, they'll love this. Put this there. 
and yeah. they, they're just they're so good at it now. I mean, you don't my, get any. Yeah, my Hero Academia couldn't have come at like a better time for American consumption because, like, in the I midst did, of all the uh, Marvel uh, DC stuff, this just like really sincere yeah. ode to Western superhero comic book stuff, but with cool anime shit, <laughs> which is what it is. Yeah, I think it, I think when things like that, it's like it, it, the cultural diffusion of because now we have an entire generation of kids that grew up. With this style of storytelling. And then about they your, have their your own daughter grew up with My Hero Academia. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. And she doesn't give a shit about the Marvel DC stuff, which exactly. is like singularly American. But I feel like that culture of the fusion where they're watching our stuff and picking up our things, and we're watching their stuff and picking up their things. Like, it's an amazing, Do you think a lot of it's an amazing time. It? Watch- oh, absolutely. Because we're the adults. You forget. <laughs> yeah, that's we're awesome. the adults now. But we don't count, bro. <laughs> we, no, we, no, we do. Count. But we do, though, no, brother, brother. <laughs> That's us. This is something I let me let me wake you up to something. Let me wake you up to something. Two thousand three was twenty years ago. Yes, I've seen the meme. What I'm saying is, <laughs> all of you run an anime, several anime podcasters, and if yes. I went into a studio and said and said, "Well, adults, uh, you know, people twenty five to, to to forty are really into this," and they go, "Who?" I met several people who run four to five anime podcasts. They would be like, not them, but also someone else, but also go back out and ask other people. <laughs> but you see, you say this, but if you look at the demon slayer movie and the Jujutsu Kaisen movie that came out, I mean, those are, I'm, I'm like asking, I don't believe, listen, yeah, listen, I, mean, I don't want to undercut your expertise. <laughs> I believe your expertise. What I'm saying is I'm denying the fact that we would count towards that survey. Sure. What, the, I, the bullshit I watch. Not as specifically. Yeah, us specifically. Sure. If you say adults watch it, I believe both of you. <laughs> if you're saying that the reason adults watch it is because the three nerds sitting in front of their computer talking about a 60-year-old <laughs> anime but watch it, I don't know that that counts. I mean, listen. Uh, uh, when I say There's adults, a Goku here that I made his own t-shirt for as a toy. I sh- uh, we shouldn't be doing any surveys based on what what I say. Okay, there. Okay, there are adults born after nine eleven now. <laughs> yeah, you are not. I am not unconvinced <laughs> of what the drinking age is. You two, I know what it is. I go and I buy cigarettes. I see it. Okay, I'm born just saying. Day, I understand it. And well, I you, say, I would you like are to the say that, that the bell curve. Yeah. That yes, but you got to admit that that has a that it has a buying power behind it i think also yeah. i think the other thing that's thrown all of Absolutely. us off not just millennials but everybody is uh covid just stole three years away and so everyone's yeah. actually three years older than you think <laughs> i don't know what you're talking about i was in a hyperbolic time chamber uh <laughs> i'm fine uh yeah it's all good yeah um uh anyway a good friend of my- mine the other day asked me if i was 28 years old and so I think that's, oh, that's all that compliment. needs to be said about that. I, I'll be honest. This, this stuff where people – I have like a, a – a, this is where I, I'm the person who's more honest. This stuff where people get obsessed with – like I think I've said this to you, Austin, too, where they get obsessed with age. I actually have a friend who like will be like dating someone a year younger or older than them. And they'll be like, oh, they're like whatever. Or like when people are 25 <laughs> and talk about tw- being 21, right. I, I just – my brain shuts off. My brain shuts yeah. off. I'm like, what what? Who can, you know, or, 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 you know, 
oh, like someone in their early 30s talking about being in their 20s. I just, my brain, my brain just goes, you're saying nothing. <laughs> you, the words, you're just saying, and so I understand that other people have this experience. It's just like how I don't experience nostalgia. Um, sure. And this is my Dexter side of me telling you guys these things. I don't know that these are nostalgia and umami. Umami, you're on the list. <laughs> but um, uh, I I understand uh, what you're well, saying, Mike, for sure. I just mean like, I think time has been skewed a little bit. No, of course it, memory. of course it but, has. Yeah. I'm not denying other people's experience. Yeah. Umami is on the list because umami, everybody thinks is a scientific term. It isn't. It's not even a proven phenomenon. I was going to ask what, was the, invented. what that was because it sounds like a delicious thing you get at a Japanese restaurant. It is the <laughs> what's often called the fifth sense, taste sense. And it's the idea of a combination of savory and salty or something. Sweet and salty. Or is it savory it's like, and sweet? It's another sense. Or is it? Okay. Uh, no, it's like a fifth savory sensation. Okay, cool. So, but it was, people think it's Guys, a scientific it's term. Let's just, let's it's be jizz. honest. Yeah, 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 that's yeah, yeah. What, is there a word for, is there a, yeah. is there a word for when you enjoy something that's because it's, uh, you enjoy like a, a dessert that's like hot and cold? Where you get like the ice know. cream with like the hot, like, cake or the hot brownie deal because that's like one of my favorite uh, things to do no that's let's or is do that just right called here. contrast is that just called like no no no, is there no don't do that word? to yourself okay do it, just right it. Yeah. do it do it do it invent it's it the combination of time. hot cold in, in the yeah i think it's it mostly works for like an ice cream with like a brownie or like a hot cake type of thing but What's it could be called, for anything Lawson? theoretically um don't drop the metaphorical baseball awesome the <laughs> <laughs> Lawson's awful at naming things. Like the, I, I played D and D with this motherfucker. The like, cobbler effect. <laughs> there you go. What are you right. talking Damn, about? My children it. are gonna have the best names: Child One and Child Two. <laughs> Benel, can we Is that bad? D and D names. Is that bad that I named them that? <laughs> uh, I mean, yeah, Lawson. Lawson's always like uh, his name is uh, Steve. <laughs> That's not true. Uh, so y'all Steve. Sometimes you Steve. Okay, listen. Sometimes their name were Dave or Hank, okay? <laughs> you mean... <laughs> you, wait, you mean this Draco Lynch is named Steve? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Good. Steve. <laughs> listen. I'm not... Yeah. Steve. Steve. Cristobar. Listen, I... I'm Steve Cristobar. I'm a great dungeon master, just not at naming um. NPCs on the fly. <laughs> Yeah. Did you well? Did you take from my naming convention? No. Oh, it's a great naming convention. Uh, can I tell? I know Benel is DM as well. You get a listicle of L- obscure yeah, let me know. things. Uh huh. So you so for for when me and uh, uh, Lawson did our our live play podcast, I got the top one hundred failed pieces of technology, and so right, I just had that. those up, and every time an NPC would come up, I would be like, "This guy's name is Cybico." <laughs> it is I, Betamax. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who was the NPC that were trying to fuck us the whole time? Oh goodness. Listen to Attack Tat them. now, wherever podcasts are found. Um Wherever podcasts are found. <laughs> there was like a um, one syllable name. Yes, you know, I'll remember it later anyway, in the show. We definitely need to. Listen to the podcast or listen to me and other people fuck uh, an NPC, or actually, well, we 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 gaslight them. Actually, I didn't gaslight them first. Well, you didn't gaslight the other players. Them. You did them up. Yeah, but the other players, well, they never intended to hold the date up. <laughs> I feel like they lied. Yeah, I know that we're supposed to talk about Dragon Ball, but sure. I want to pick Vanell's brain on 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 romances GMing? as being a GM. Oh, uh huh. I think if you romance someone, 
you should be like it should stay like a lot of times like characters just have romances and it's just like what whatever you're just kind of being flirty it's like no like there's stakes to this like this character now likes you i feel people forget that if you have sex with one one of my npcs that npc is getting pregnant and you'll see that npc later i fucking know it (laughs) i fucking know it Hard, I, hard and fast fucking rule. I knew hard how, and fast rule. I know that Benel would agree with you a thousand percent on this because, of course, like yeah, it's more fun if you add stakes. The players yeah. always. Here's yeah. the thing. Yeah, but GM and yeah, the players want to. Yeah, they always want to do everything. <laughs> they want to be in this fantasy world and do everything without consequence. And your job is to give consequences to everything they do. <laughs> well, I often Benel might not know yeah. that I talk about him often. But I, I tell the story often of how I asked Penel once. I said, oh, I'm playing this game, and they're all they're all idiots. They all do whatever they want. They go into every fight. And Penel, without looking up from his drink, said, kill them. <laughs> D- didn't even stop stirring whatever he was eating the or drinking. Just said, kill Benel them. story I've ever they heard. Just, just, just and moved on. And, and other people were like, well, you know, here's what you can do. And Penel was just like, just kill them. They'll never learn. <laughs> just kill them. I didn't even say kill them. I said kill one of them. Like I was very specific. <laughs> kill one of them. Only one. Kill, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, then I gave them an out. That, that sends the message to the other. It does send a message. That's true. <laughs> that sends the message to the others. Get their shit together. I, I made a pretty cool campaign out of the advice, and basically, I gave them save points, and I said, like, you can die, and then you're a statue. Uh, <laughs> so, I kind of like that so, actually. So then you have to go back and like go to the 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 bath the the, the what you call it um, bathosphere tank and revive your little Bioshock person uh-huh. uh, and you, it's a big pain in the ass. So Word, yeah. be careful. No, there's a pretty cool RPG called Print Reaver that kind of solves this like murder like death problem where uh, you revive you respawn like in fucking Dark Souls, but mm. cool your dead body comes back as a as a fucking zombie with all your gear. Oh, and that's chases awesome! You down. That's awesome! What a great design! <laughs> Brilliant. Because the more Brilliant. times Just you die, the more zombies you have to fight. <laughs> That's fucking hilarious. Uh, yep, and they all they all make a beeline for you. They all make a beeline for you. That's so the awesome. entire wow, the entire process is like, and they have, and so if you're a fucking epic level character with all your magical gear, and you get sloppy and die, they're gonna cut a swath of destruction to you. That's and wow. it's fucking rap city. I love that shit. That's awesome. Fucking props. That Bane is, is awesome. Fun. That's Print one of the Weaver. best Go design things I've it. heard of this year. That's crazy. That's one of the best game design things I've heard of outside of not even just in RPGs. That's yeah. brilliant. That's brilliant. Yeah. That's a brilliant solution. <laughs> wow. Sick. You'd be so afraid to Print die. Weaver. The stronger Print you are, Weaver RPG guys. Literally, the stronger you are, the more afraid you are to die. Which is true generally, because then you, if you lose stuff, but even more so, yeah, that's cool. Well, yeah, with that, I try and do my my Brent best Weaver, version of it's on it's ten bucks. Ten bucks. Uh, with with that, gents, we're gonna we have to get to the episode here as we're pushing. Can I try and do my best version of the uh, narrator from uh, Dragon yeah. Ball, which is different? Yes, yeah, sure. Go ahead. Okay, here we go. This week on Dragon Ball. Goku lightly plagiarizes. Next week, he'll also lightly plagiarize. Tune in. (laughs) Uh... Now play the thing, me, in the future. (laughs) 
And we're back! Hey, what's up? So, <laughs> okay. Well, uh, Benel, please take us through episode 4 of Dragon Ballu. Alright, episode 4! We got yes. balls and we know how to use them. Fuck yeah. That's what this episode's uh, called? Equipped with his flying Nimbus, Goku! <laughs> <laughs> equipped with his flying Nimbus, Goku soars through the sky with Boma on his tail. The narrator informs us that it's been three days since Goku has found Kuntun Un, given to him by the Turtle Harmer, and the duo are heading to the West Villi- Valley. West Village. They're heading to the West Village. West, to the West Village. <laughs> to buy some shoes. The West Philadelphia, born and raised. For the, <laughs> for the, for the fifth dragon. To search for the fifth Dragon Ball. Meanwhile, Bulma crashes her bike, blaming Goku for flying too fast and distracting her. But she notices that the Dragon Ball is glowing, indicating that the fifth Dragon Ball is nearby. Okay, so a, a bunch of things that even this early I gotta point out. The shot of Goku flying on the Nimbus with Bulma in her current fit in the car is, like, iconic. <laughs> it's a, Post, a movie poster. Iconic visual too. shit. Um, with the music behind them also. And so, but no, you're watching this in the with the uh, uh, subs, right? You're watching Japanese? Yeah, I'm watching Japanese. Okay, so I'm watching it dubbed, but when I started watching it, started playing it in Japanese, and I re- it's, so they had the same music for both playing behind it, mm-hmm. and it was lit. Let's keep watching them this way. I'll keep watching it in English. You keep watching Japanese. We'll see what the differences are. Sounds good. But uh, you two have made a really great point in Dragon Ball, which I I never thought of in your previous episodes, which is why can Bulma drive? Like, yeah. it's a really great question as to why. But I think Benel pointed out she's not 16. She's 16. Like later, she's like. 14 oh, or something when it's... I think yeah, she's, she's, like young. she's either 15... She might be 15. She's young. It, do, <laughs> yeah. it doesn't make any sense other yeah. than they're in the middle of nowhere. And she comes she from a rich drive. family also. That's part of it, I think. So, so what? The cops go, oh no, stop. It's a rich girl. <laughs> yeah, she can do whatever she wants. I don't know. Like, <laughs> um, but yeah, the Bulma look and the Goku on the Nimbus. And then also, I want to point out again, we've all watched Dragon Ball Z. We're from the future. But if you're mm-hmm. watching the show for the first time, there's seven MacGuffins, and they're so powerful they give you a wish. That seems OP. Our heroes have four. By the end of this episode, they'll have five at the end of four episodes. <laughs> that seems pretty fast. If you didn't know, like, oh, eventually they'll just, they can gather the Dragon Balls in half an episode. But <laughs> I've heard this complaint from you two, too. It's a, it's a comedy show. And at yes. some point, it turns into a not comedy show. So yeah. it, it, it's interesting that these wishes, but but we are in one of the most. Can I describe what happens next in the show? Because this is one of the most talked about moments in <laughs> Goku's anime history coming is it, up. Is it, really? it is talked. It is yes. It is talked about on the internet more than 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 you would think okay. in the, its entire life. All right. Because what happens next is. Uh, it has to do with power level, so this is a good transition. Trans- transition. Oh, yeah, this is a good transition. After they go, they go into the village, and it's like a ghost town. They go into the village, and it's a ghost town. Yeah. Goku, being Goku, walks into a house. He knocks on the door. Bulma says, "Oh, I hope they're not in trouble." Goku's like, "Well, I'm going to go in because that's normal, and we'll make people feel if they're not in trouble, there's a home invasion." <laughs> he home invades. He, he opens the door. Well, he punches a hole in it. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is pretty funny. <laughs> yeah. And reasonably the person thinks they're being attacked yes and cracks an axe over goku's head right this moment is talked about in power level and power creep debates constantly and it is a like staple 
pillar of the Goku is not invincible side of argument things and all these different like power level ideas that the axe damages him but then Raditz is immune to the bullet and it's this key point in a lot of people's like evolution of what a Saiyan is and whether or not Goku is a good Saiyan or things like that is this axe it's quoted constantly (laughs) and I didn't know it was this episode yeah yeah that's so funny to me because like clearly um Akira Toriyama uh, didn't give a fuck. <laughs> like, again, Clearly. the reason Goku gets a boo-boo from the axe is because it's funny. <laughs> like, he's a cartoon character. Yeah, he's Bugs Bunny in this motherfucker. Like, it doesn't yeah. matter. <laughs> like, the fact that he yeah. no-sold bullets from Bulma in episode one, which did it three episodes before this, Mike, he gets shot with bullets and they do literally no, like, no damage to him. And this yeah. guy, so, like, if we were going to really power scale this, this guy that hit him with the axe has to have, like, superhuman strength. <laughs> the fact that he hurt right. Goku with an axe in Melee. But no, that's not the truth. Th- it's just, like, it was funny that he got a boo-boo. What do you two think of the age-old question of, can you put a needle in Superman, is what this made me think of. <laughs> Oh, like, the, uh... But no, you go yeah, first, because I'm sure you've heard Superman. this a lot more than me. Uh... Being more of a oh yeah, because the uh, the only way to pierce Superman's skin is yeah with kryptonite the, the only way to weaken him. Superman's skin is uh, kryptonite needle, yeah, which makes sense. Or what if you hit him with magic uh, first? He's which weak makes to magic, sense. Right? It depend. <laughs> He's weak to magic first. If it's a magic needle, then yeah, go go to town. Uh, but it, otherwise, <laughs> needle will just bend, <laughs> which creates a lot of problems. There's there's also this also happens with Luke Cage, which has steel like skin. Yes. Uh, where it's when he gets hurt, it's impossible to do surgery on him because you can't cut him open. But you could damage him internally if you like move his shit around. You can right. damage him internally, right? Exactly. So like, uh, because you know Superman who... <laughs> doesn't have human organs, though. It... Yeah, it creates the biggest problem. And Goku for their dies twice for medical uh, problems, right? Yeah, yeah. Because there's no doctors there's, there's, to say it's like. Right. There's no doctors for Saiyan. Saiyans just self-heal because uh, you have to. Here's the thing: if Goku's hurt but not too hurt, he needs to. Uh, someone needs to beat him to death, almost to death, and then he can self-heal. <laughs> yes. Except is... for when he dies of cholesterol, Banel. <laughs> That's a yeah, big part of cell. <laughs> apparently, heart attacks. What? Are well, a common problem no, among he the got Saiyans. some weird, unexplained disease in the in the. Alternative future. No, Benel is right. They sell. They say heart attack. Was it? I thought it was a weird yes. disease. No, they said heart attack. They say heart condition. At least in the American translation. Wow, that is nuts. <laughs> and then the then the baby almost dies in Super because it has like seemingly a common cold. Oh, Pan. Remember, Pan almost dies. Yeah, they oh, yeah. they use a Dragon Ball wish. Yeah. On a cold of pans. Oh, shit. In super. Well, I mean, if you got the balls, use them, I guess. <laughs> what happens when the baby gets, I don't know, an ear infection? Uh, oh, yeah. It sucks. And then they baby. never bring this up whenever they meet Saiyans. They're never like, maybe we should save them as to preserve, like, I don't know, the ability to fix something with my vast family of Saiyans. That should you have know? been Gohan's arc. He should have been the first Saiyan doctor. Because he's the smart That's one. That's brilliant! Right? That fixes the whole it. thing! 
or Pan could have done it. Pan's supposed to be smart because he's she's Gohan's kid. They're all they're all but, supposed to be smart because nobody well, can have a negative. This show is afraid Goku's of having smart. a negative personality trait. <laughs> Trunks is not particularly smart, and Goten's not smart. <laughs> yeah, that's but true. yeah, yeah, I see your that's point. True. Um, sorry, but no, where were we? So yeah, so we, so yeah, they, there's a home invasion. Uh, dude cracks an axe over Goku. He gets a cartoonish bump on his head. And then he apologizes to Oolong. He says, oh no, Oolong, sorry I attacked you. My bad. <laughs> uh, Goku's like, I don't know who Oolong is. Who the fuck is Oolong? <laughs> and uh, the villagers arrive. They're all get, getting the all clear uh, that their village isn't being attacked by the mysterious Oolong. Uh, Goku meets the villagers and uh, the villagers tell Goku that Goku and Bulma that they've been uh, menaced. Menace. By this creature known as Oolong, who's a shapeshifter, uh, who is stealing all their food and their women. This is the most... So... Oko... Yeah, sorry, go ahead. Yeah, also Goku, Goku's people. <laughs> okay, so we established on the episode of Maurice, we call it pulling a Goku when um, he uh, slaps women in their vaginas to see if they're women. Mm-hmm. There, yeah. I said it. <laughs> I had to say it to reestablish the definition. <laughs> and now that I've said that's it, a, we can continue to refer to it as called pulling a Goku. <laughs> I think you guys explained it well on that episode too. Uh, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. It's it's meant to be. It's meant for children, and so right. this isn't horrible. But again, I've had to suffer a lot of homophobia from anime, and I've had to suffer a lot of things. That Titan should have big hard cocks, and I'm not going to give up on it. And I will write it. I want like the butthole cut of cats. I want the big hard cock cut. It's, it's they're mostly CG, so you can just go in there and re-export those. Okay, guys. The, the Titan turns to the I'm right saying. and knocks over a building. He turns to the left, knocks over a building. You say it as if I don't want that. You're joking. I'm not. The maneuver gears. They have to land on it and run across it, like in. Let me tell you a fact about, you know, you know, this show plagiarizes uh, Donk, uh, King Kong all the time. Sure. Uh, which it does. It just yeah. does. Uh, they keep plagiarizing King Kong, Japanese titles. And they're like, we're not plagiarizing King Kong. Like, I mean, Donkey Kong's excuse was, we're not plagiarizing King Kong. It's Popeye. We, we, <laughs> we, we're using an old, but it's like, mm, a little bit it's Donkey Kong. And then you have another big entity where it's like, a little bit this is King Kong as well. The reason that King Kong works as an animal is... Gorillas have particularly small penises. Very small. <laughs> it's like a known fact. Yeah. We are the, the primate with the largest penis proportionate yeah. to our body size. Fuck yeah, we are. Uh, <laughs> but titans are humans, basically. Mm. Where are my big, hard dicks? So you're saying the beast titan, the reason he's so angry is because he's got the smallest dick of all the titans. I'm, I'm, no I'm not... <laughs> Well, the, uh, that's why the Beast, beast Titan's always so mad. Titan is pretty calm. Uh, <laughs> uh, he wilds out. The Beast out. Titan can't talk. Titan's like, ah, I, I, it's because I the, no dick. all the female Titans ignore him. And that, so he, is that he, why, like, the, he's kind of an incel about it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's why he has to be able to talk so he can have game. Oh, yeah. So he can kind of, like, seduce a little in he romance. Evolved, like, he evolved speech. Yeah. Yeah, so he's like, well, what do you like doing? All the other Titans are just like, look at my giant, massive Titan cock. Hey, look uh, at those giant... You know. Okay, here's... Listen, honey, wait, hold on, hold on. Those guys ain't gonna eat your pussy. <laughs> <laughs> they don't Chad, even know exactly. how to. 
Yeah. Why the would there be titan? a titan? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the, the colossal titan shows up. <laughs> the Chad colossal titan. The Chad colossal the titan. I want the Godzilla scene where they look up and they're like, the cock on him. <laughs> you see the shadow of it? That, that's the shot. Yeah. yeah. From above, yeah. Uh, Hell yeah, look at that uh, dick. I, I, I don't know why you guys are not thinking about this all the time. Why would a girl titan have boobs and a guy titan wouldn't have a giant massive cock? Homophobia. Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying, is I've had to suffer this for years. I've had to suffer through them making horrible homophobic stereotypes. A big anime I like is Gurren Lagann. should hear the voiceover for that one. Mm. But, like, I, 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 I'm sorry. I have to suffer that for years. And then I watch this anime called Dragon Ball Z where basically two dudes are about to make out and fuck the whole time with ripped muscles and shirts coming off. And then you make an anime about naked people and not one giant hard cock. Uh, Mike, have you ever seen the anime Baki the Grappler? No. I think you'd like it. <laughs> have you have you two ever seen Bo 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 Bo? Because I think you both would like uh, it. Have I yeah. seen it? I've heard of it. I don't know if I've actually ever seen it. It's ridiculous you haven't seen it. Thank God yeah. Benella's seen it. Guys, have you ever read the manga Dick Fight Island? <laughs> no. love to. If it's real, it. I'm reading it. If it's I real, I'm reading it. it. Don't tease me, Benell. <laughs> you yeah, wouldn't tease me. It's a real. One. I would watch it. Yeah, no, it's a real manga from, from Viz. Uh, it's from about Viz. a guy that it's about uh it, from Viz, yeah. yeah. It's a shonen manga about uh, it's a shonen fight manga where yeah. the yeah. fights are determined by the guy who makes the other guy come. That's uh, that's yes! this is exactly what I want. This yes! is what it's all been leading to. Yes. Don't kid yourselves that this is what it is. So, we're... what interest is there in watching very sexy, muscular men grab around and touch each other and yell at each other and eventually make up? In one and they're piece, losing their shirts. In One Piece film gold, Warrior Zero defeats a man, and then that man comes in his gold armor and collapses. It's awesome. And I'm not I, making I, that up. That's a real thing that happens. This should be happening all the time. <laughs> I, I, I don't know what you people want out of it if that's not what you want. <laughs> what do you people want? Um, what do you people want? You don't want them to fuck a little bit? Ugh. There's two options. Either people can fuck or they can't fuck. You're choosing the one where they don't. You're choosing the boring option. I took I took the road uh, boring people traveled. Um. <laughs> why else Why else would Vegeta be so resistant to go into that hyperbolic time chamber alone with Goku? Yeah, you know why. Because you know why. W- what would happen? <laughs> Come on. One, one, you know, the one tension. Thing, yeah. One thing leads to another, brother. One thing does lead Next to another. You know. One thing you, next thing you know, you're fucking Goku. <laughs> yeah. They're grabbing each other. Uh, listen, the subtext is not subtext. And all I'm saying the is text. give me, let's go back to the innocent age of yeah. just general perverted children. Sure. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Innocently so perverted. Goku uh, pulls a Goku on a little girl, and then he pulls a Goku on an old lady, and she actually was into it. <laughs> she was like, oh, you rascal. She was like, uh, oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she says, it's calls cool. him a scamp in the English word. <laughs> uh, but yeah, this old lady has the the what six star Dragon Ball. Yeah, she has a six star Dragon Ball, mm-hmm. and she offers it to Boma if Boma can uh, free their village uh, uh, from the presence of Oolong. Oolong, the terrible. Now, th- this episode again. I've been saying it every time, but yeah. it shows me. I keep seeing like. 
this episode is so Journey to the West. And it also, like, it clearly inspired One Piece a lot. Like when he, this episode or the show? Well, just the whole. I, I know you said that about the show. Yeah, all of early Dragon Ball. I'm just like this, like Oda, the creator of One Piece, just loved fucking Dragon Ball because like everything from the way Goku gets hit on the head with his axe, that literally basically happens to Luffy in the pilot, um, except he's made of rubber, so it doesn't hurt him. Uh, yeah, it's just like, and also all the Journey to the West things were like. A shapeshifter who turns out to be Pigsy. It's all just, it's all there. It's all baked in. And I love it. It's great. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, go ahead, it's, the, it's, the uh, only, it's the only good uh, Journey to the West adaptation. Have you ever seen, Toei did another one. Mm. Um, a movie. And it's really weird. <laughs> there, there was a movie it's that like came ki- out of. kind of a musical. Oh, word. There was a, Stephen Child did a version like five years ago. That was this is pre-Dragon fun. Ball. Yeah, okay. I think, uh, uh, yeah. I think the fact that like Journey to the West is kind of a hard adaptation because it's so hard. Yeah, part of it is yeah, this is like uh, like this Chinese folktale, but a lot of it is it's opining about the natures of Buddhism. Yeah, that's a lot of it. <laughs> a lot of it. A lot of it is a Toman guide. Yeah. To Buddhist philosophy. It's also it's a lot of, like, demons, like, tricking people by pretending to be hot ladies or something like that. Yeah. It's a pig <laughs> trying to... It's a pig trying to fuck, and, like, yeah. can this pig reach enlightenment? No. Actually, he can't fucking reach enlightenment. <laughs> <laughs> and then the Monkey King give him has a to fucking put, devil? The Monkey King has to put up with all this can, shit. <laughs> like, he just, yeah, yeah, and the Monkey King's an asshole. He's surly, and uh, he's surly, and just pisses... He's surly and a dickhead. Yeah. And the monk is like trying to corral, but the monkey's monk has also got shit he needs to deal with. Like the whole fucking thing is just a very, it's a very, it's about trying to live I, an ideal life in an unideal world. Yeah. Seeking who, enlightenment. Who is their, their, their monk is, I've heard people say a lot of different things for who the monk is supposed to be. Uh, you know, um, Yamcha is obviously the, the big one that people say, but I, I don't know that that fits with what I know about Journey to the West. I don't think it does. Do you guys have an opinion? Uh, Boma, like, Boma plays the monk role in that she... Yeah, she's the one being protected by the Monkey King. She's the one being protected, yeah. yeah. But, like... Um, I mean, she actually is the closest. <laughs> she doesn't ever find that enlightenment, though. In Super, she's wishing herself young or whatever with Dragon Balls. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, she's, she's not she's super not enlightened. Yeah. Um, uh, I also I also find Goku. I think this is worth saying because this show's so serious. I find Goku in Dragon Ball so funny. I agree. I yeah. think his jokes still land. No, I, I think love it's great. I love Goku in Dragon Ball. The, re- the reason I wanted to go back and watch is because of much, how much I was sick of Goku in fucking uh, at the end of Z and in GT. <laughs> I fucking was annoyed with him. But I love Kid Goku in Dragon Ball. Is Goku... Uh, 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 does he ever come back to being an adult at the end of GT? Like, like uh, for an extended period of time? Not for I'm an trying extended, to remember the yes. end. Not for an extended amount of time. Yeah, no. Well, I think, I'll actually, at yeah, the end for- of GT, if you want the spoiler... He just regrows. I've seen. I've seen it twice. Yeah, he just, he re- just ages. Yeah, he just regrows. He up abandons again. his family. He abandons, he his, abandons family his family and then just grows. And up then again. just ages. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Good stuff. Yeah. Good stuff. Uh, uh, speaking <laughs> of just pre- very speaking Goku of pretending. Yeah. Speaking of pretending to be a lady, 
Uh, let's get to the next part. Oh, of... yeah. Yeah, so Boma hatches a plan to disguise Goku as a girl, uh, using him as a face, allowing him to get captured so that Oolong could keep, lead them to the missing girls of the village. Oolong arrives, sending the villagers scattering, and goes to abduct Goku, but, uh, but he is a little confused as Goku is like shivering because Goku wants to be. And changes form into that of an attractive man in order to placate him. Attractive by Toriyama standards. He's a tra- yeah, like, <laughs> I think he's supposed to look like a, a TV actor. Like, yeah. he's supposed to have, Ulan's is supposed to be a reminiscent of a Japanese TV actor. Right. And this sends this Bulma episode... into a tizzy. Yes. Yes. <laughs> in, 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 in another instance of just ignore sort of whatever anime moral standards are as this 15 year old girl <laughs> wants to date an adult. Uh, I mean, look, I, I, I hate to say this, unfortunately common amongst 15 year old girls. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. 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 Uh, not very funny though. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> this episode, not very funny, not never... very funny now. <laughs> uh, uh, then, um, <laughs> no, uh, then the you, different time, think... like, do you think that this episode would have been made in modern times, not because of this joke, but because of the idea of a shapeshifter? I think modern animation studios mm. would be pissed off to have to animate different models all the time. Like, huh. sh- shapeshifters are avoided by, like, even Rogue, uh, not Rogue, uh, Mystique, Mystique. they will only really impersonate extant designs right you know even even though and like beast boy just kind of is like a set of nine or ten animals you know yeah they stick to right they hate shapeshifters they hate i mean especially for like uh oolong basically stops using it after a while yeah he's just kind of there yeah Um, yeah it does (laughs) yeah i forgot i hate shapeshifters like if it wasn't for this episode i wouldn't remember that oolong even was a shapeshifter later yeah me neither Uh, totally forgot about it yeah i mean yeah i think you're right about that uh but also yeah it's funny like as much as i enjoy you know dragon early dragon ball it's like all the weird stuff is still weird (laughs) like all the gender and sexual stuff is still upsetting uh but uh you know we take the good with the bad to Benel's point of it being funny, it's funny, but it's just not a. It's it's just not. It's a, not appropriate. A, a, okay. Yeah, it's, it's not, not. Yeah. It's not, yeah. And the, it's not and, appropriate. And it's not appropriate at all. Yeah. What's sickening about nowadays, actually, is that back then it was like, well, this is a ridiculous thing young girls feel. To Benel's point, not to. I didn't want to feel like I shot you down, Benel. But it's still, yeah, no, it's still really bad. bad. Nowadays, I feel like they would take it a little bit further and be like, oh, there might be a relationship. Like, oh. Do you guys know about Pretty Little Liars? That shit just happens on that show. Uh, yeah, I do know about yeah, that Yeah, that shit show. happens on that show. It just happens yeah. on that show. And they're just like, mm, don't worry about it. Because mostly we forgot what the show is about. But uh, 16-year-old girls looking over their teachers or whatever. Yeah, Right. And I actually think that you guys had that good discussion about this this, this wokeness and stuff. And I actually think that there's, some, there's an element lost of assuming everybody knows what's gross. And so this joke right. lands with Bulma hitting on the adult. Cause it's like, well, because we all know that's gross and it's ridiculous that she would 
want to date this guy. And yeah. that instantly, as soon as a young girl thinks sees this adult, she thinks it's like, I'm a grown up. I can date an adult. We all know that's gross. That's why that joke lands. Right. Nowadays, they're like, there's a, such a thing as like being concerned that no one's explained this to you, yes. you know, yeah. that the TV right. show has to explain to you, the, Hey, no, that's inappropriate. That there's cool. something concerning because you need that explained from a show. I think a lot of the problems is the stuff like pretty little, and I, I don't know. I haven't watched the show really, but like with stuff like this, when no. they show it happening, it's like, they just show like the titillating part of like the, yeah. the forbidden thing happening, but they don't show the actual consequences of why it's bad because that's not fun <laughs> like yeah and that's what well, makes guys... it a bad portrayal right is that you're showing them just the fun titillating part but not the reason you shouldn't do it which is because of the fallout and how it will destroy your life and mental health but <laughs> and everyone but yeah. around you yeah uh, and yourself and now it's inappropriate right. but you guys hit on a thing like that that i've always wanted to do that I, this is a good time to talk about it i think uh -huh. i told you about it where uh, it's like a sitcom and someone gets like injured. Cause you were talking about what if just someone kills Shenron? Uh, I was like, well, what? <laughs> yeah. Shenron just me seeks, you know, uh, kills yeah. uh, I've always wanted to do a sitcom <laughs> where there's like an injury episode one. There's like a sight gag episode one. Someone yeah. gets hurt. And then the whole show becomes about like, you know, an unsafe work environment lawsuit. <laughs> and it's all, it's like the person can't walk good. They have hospital bills and it just becomes a drama. Yeah. You know, about this person going through life and like, you know, oh, the paint bucket fall on my head. He can't remember his kids. Yeah. He, you know, he doesn't eat right, <laughs> you know, yeah. and it just sometimes, becomes a serious Sometimes he show. just cries. Sometimes he just he cries. He, he does. He doesn't. He's not attracted to, to sex anymore. It's a horrible <laughs> show. And, but but the first episode has a laugh track and everything. Yeah. And then it's like, you know. Yeah. People get arrested. <laughs> yeah. And then there's like a really long courtroom scene that's not funny it's just like really dramatic not, yeah yeah <laughs> six dramatic minutes of crying scene. like in, in twin peaks yeah um that's fucking funny um so uh are we i want to are we gonna skip over uh the, the the part where the the main girl is a uh, native american well okay okay yeah. what's her name again but i'm sorry did you it's like a uh, paka waka paka waka don't say it was like Pakawatha. It's not far off. It was something like that. Listen. Okay, okay. Oh, yeah. No, I wanted to go back to this, too. Thank you for bringing this up. So, yeah. this village... It's, it's Pakawatha. Pakawatha. This village is like... Uh, represents the first village we've seen in Dragon Ball. So, it's, quote-unquote, the normal, right? Right? As far as we know. It's like a small village. They have these, like, dome houses or whatever. We're just learning about the world. Bulma's from the city, so that probably looks different. But this is a village. So... But there's randomly Native Americans. And when I say randomly, I mean, like, the <laughs> father isn't, but the daughter's name is Pakawatha. And then a random American guy is like, they took my daughter as well. And, like, you just see him from yeah. behind. And I'm like, did they edit this to make it a lot offensive? I don't understand what. <laughs> He's randomly well, a Native American guy. I don't, <laughs> don't understand. I think it's also the first instance yeah. of the long-running Dragon Ball trope of a random Australian guy. Yes, as yes, well. yeah. Later. In like, the this village so is a not weird... in America. This village is a melting pot, but there's, like, 40 people in it. I don't... I don't... <laughs> yeah. I, it's really weird. I guess... Because <laughs> some of the people are dressed like cowboys, and some of them are dressed like Indians. So I think yeah. the idea, the joke behind oh! the village is that I'm the Indian of cowboy and Indian. 
I did it's not a wild put that village together. of Cowboy Ninjas. I did not put that together. You're smart, they're, Mel. They're, yeah. they're a frontier town, literally. Okay. So, everyone's dressed like a cowboy or an Indian. Okay. Wow. I, I guess that's wow. what's Good happening. job. Yeah. You fixed it. Thank you, Benel. Yeah. Uh, speaking it's of... Not, it's yeah. not, like, not offensive, though. Speaking of uh, voices and shit, after this guy... I thought Benel did this to... i sorry. I thought, Lawson, you chose this episode because I'm making the Poultry Guys game. And you're like, well, let's see how he deals with this weird Native American (laughs) thing. I don't know what episode has what in it going forward. Like, in both shows. Like, I was like... uh, Sam Bourne is doing Naruto tomorrow, and he's like, is this when this happens? I don't want to spoil it, so I didn't say... But I was like, I you don't can know. spoil Na- you can spoil Naruto because oh, I tried. Okay. Well, because well, I'll tell you why I can spoil Naruto because I only I don't like Naruto. I like listening to you two talk about Naruto. Oh, okay. So Sam Bourne uh-huh. texted me. Sam Bourne texted me. He's like, "Is this when Neji dies?" And like, I have no idea. <laughs> I don't know no, when no. that happens. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. Uh, anyway. Uh, so yeah, this guy he's a debonair, and then he transforms again. Oh, what happened? Okay, then Goku has to pee. Right, Benel? Yeah. Yeah, then Goku has to pee. And so, so, yeah. Uh, yeah. The, the gimmick is, like, he, Goku's originally shivering because he has to pee. So while Oolong is deciding what to do, Bomo barges out from her hiding place. And uh, she tells Oolong that she's into him. And Oolong go, asks her about her cup size. And then Bomo's like, I got tits. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Oolong's well, like, technically she... Well, that means she's older than me, but she does have tits. And I'm like, well, look, if I was a 12-year-old boy who could shapeshift into an older man and get a 16-year-old girl to show me her tits, if I'm 12, mm-hmm. then yeah, I would want to do, do that. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. He could just, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, he's got the cheat codes. He's um, got the cheat codes. <laughs> but then he notices. Well, he, he's. But this is like he a clue, Goku too. Yeah. This, yeah. Is, this is definitely a clue of Oolong not being what he seems. He considers yeah. Goku, he, he sees Goku sneaking away to pee, and when he takes a look, he, he, he says, and I quote, he has the thing I hate the most! Which that's is what like, he, man. That's, that's what he said in the Japanese? <laughs> yeah. That's yeah, I think he just kind of freaks out in the American. Yeah, the that's English, amazing. And the English that's just amazing. goes, oh my god, or whatever he says. He says, that's the thing I hate the most? He, I mean, he, he has the thing I hate the most, a penis. All right, so so this <laughs> well, is where I start off. thinking is Ul- so this is why Ulan's a trans metaphor, isn't he? <laughs> I don't think, think so. About but it. now I think you're reading. It I don't think so. Much. He can transform. <laughs> okay. He constantly wants to be surrounded by women, and he hates the male and he hates the male penis. <laughs> okay, yeah, or he's just he a, he, or or Benel, he's just a pig, a literal pig. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's a little pig. He is a Just because you're a pig doesn't mean you hate the penis. Well, I'm like, saying it in a know, me- Yes, it is, because they only want the women for themselves. Because yeah. they're pigs. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Doesn't seem. What, keep pitching we'll, me. What we'll else see is later. <laughs> we'll, we'll, see la- we'll see later how he feels about the women that he has already. Yeah, that's. Well. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, Ulan is enraged. Uh, Ulan is enraged and transforms into a giant bull, which causes Bulma to hide. Bulma is then told by the villager that she just made things worse. <laughs> yeah. the, bull is, the bull is played by um, that, that guy, Jeff Dunham. 
yeah. uh, in the American version. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> this Damn. bull is Mexican. Why is the bull, the bull Mexican? Mexican? And it's not Mexican and like it's it is Yeah, you may think we're saying it's a Spanish accent and we're assuming a thing. No, no. no the bull no. Oh my god, Benel totally oh my he missed this. The <laughs> Oh my god, bro! It's the, so offensive. It's so fucked. Oh, he just, oh, and he's, oh dope. He's got the worst Mexican accent. It is Jeff Dunham doing a, a Mexican person. Absolutely, Mike is right. And he just goes. He says he calls Goku a little cucuricu or whatever. <laughs> Something. <laughs> Your little ch- uh, fuck. Oh god, it's to you got to you got a big stick. Yeah, <laughs> to the expense of ruining the dub, even Benel, like he adds stuff to be more Mexican. Yeah, even though it's there's not enough lines. You mess with the bull, to... you get the horns, or what? Yeah, he just, he's like... that's what he wanted to do. <laughs> that's that's the line he wanted to get. You're a little cucurico, and I'm a big bull. Or yeah, it's fucking awful. <laughs> it also made me sad that when I think about matadors, and you know how you give voices to everything, it made me think about the the the, the book Fernando. Uh, it made me think, oh, those the moon is bright. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it made me think about the the Mamma Mia movie yeah. uh, where Cher sings that song. Uh-huh. Uh, it made me think about uh, Ferdinand, excuse me, right. which I guess is the Americanized version of Fernando. It made me think that those bulls speak Spanish, and it made me sad about bullfighting. Ay, vato. He might as well. I don't even say that, but he might as well have. I'm pretty sure he did. He did. <laughs> Hi, Goku! Hey, <laughs> Chico! But at least he was an Australian. I'm the bad guy. He was, he was raised Ramon out there. <laughs> yeah. Orale! Son Goku! Orale. <laughs> I'm gonna watch that part again after we finish recording today. I'm gonna watch it again. <laughs> you two should you two should dub it over. <laughs> you two should dub it over it's so in fucking, Spanish. It is. I mean. I, you know, it, it it is offensive, but it's definitely funnier than it is offensive. I gotta say, <laughs> it's like it's right. like too it's too funny. <laughs> Look how fucking bad it is. <laughs> so, oh, I'm a bull now. It's just like yeah. <laughs> anyway, sorry. Go ahead, Bunnell. Uh, Chris. Uh, yeah. So Oolong is trying to back Goku down, saying how strong and scary he is, and Goku's like, "Look, are we gonna talk? Are we gonna fight or not?" Like. Mm-hmm. Yo, what is all this talking? Let's, let's, yeah. let's do this. Yo, I'm going to ask you one more time. Put your hands up. <laughs> In the American version, Benel, he says, why are you so intimidating? He says, well, I learned karate from my dad, which is a little bit of lore. Uh, I do not. I did not know that Goku was trained specifically in the ways of karate. Uh, I feel like it's funny because in the in yeah. the dub, in the sub, it's Kung Fu. He trained Kung Fu but with his grandpa. Which yeah. makes more sense if yeah. it's Journey to the yeah. West. Yeah, I think karate, it's, it's kind of a mistranslation, honestly. <laughs> yeah. The thing it's a, is... It's a big miss. Yeah, the it's thing a big, is... big miss because at the time, people would have known Kung Fu more than karate, even. Right. But, like, the mass audience yeah. would have been like, they don't know what karate is, say Kung Fu. Right. I mean, to the, to, to the Anglos... Karate is yeah. the Japanese martial art. This is a Japanese medium. So I can see why you would choose to say karate. But the thing is... It's not like I'm not. It's okay because Goku doesn't do either kung fu or karate, so it's like, it's, it doesn't actually matter. Like, like, he, but can I say something as someone yeah. who's a, who has studied some Chinese martial arts and, and studied a little bit of Chinese itself? Kung yeah. fu is closer to what he knows than karate. Yeah, because yeah. 
but Toriyama, Toriyama's like expression of martial arts is more of like he watched kung fu movies and yeah, that, kung, yeah. kung fu translates literally to a sort of fighting exercise and yeah. so anything that is a fighting exercise is fine karate in J- japanese is a specific yeah. set of moves designed for the training of yeah. warriors in leading up to this in the daimyo system like it's, yeah. a, it's a specific thing yeah kung fu is like you know if you go and take a billy taibo class you're doing kung Good. fu in theory yeah. a little bit and i mean especially when we have like characters like general tao show up later this, like this is a chi- this story is chinese even though it's a yeah. japanese anime manga <laughs> yeah. uh, look up look up the chinese history of their uh quote-unquote native populations it's a yeah <laughs> interesting interesting different thing yeah uh, <laughs> before oolong and goku get into it oolong neuters the time and then runs out of town transforming back into a communist pig <laughs> he's a communist pig, <laughs> which I, I love i think i leftist ass pig oolong yeah he's a character on animal farm like I don't know that I've asked either of you this. Uh, do you like oolong tea as a, as a thing while we're on this? I've never had oolong tea. Have I had it? I can't remember if I've had it, actually. It is commonly what people will call in America Chinese restaurant tea. Okay, so uh, maybe then. <laughs> yeah. I have a lot of that. One of the more common. Yeah. Yeah. So that's the most common tea that oh, they give there. so then, yeah. Uh, I, am, I am one of those weird kids who was into tea culture as a kid before I was into anime. Again, oh. I just tweeted this. If you see me as Niles Frazier, that's a very good estimation of who I am in terms of <laughs> neuroses and Gilbert and Sullivan plays, uh, <laughs> these things, and my enjoyment of tea over anime. Uh, mm. Oolong's pretty good. It's a pretty good tea. Very typically Chinese tea. Mm. I like some Comes ginseng. Comes in gross little balls. I like my sleepy time. You like ginseng tea? Yeah. yeah. Sleepy time? I like my sleepy time. Um, <laughs> you gotta have that. I gotta add honey, bro. Anyway, so all teas or just sleepy time? Uh, I have to, I have it to most of them. It doesn't make any of them. It makes all of them better. I found sleepy time um, tea. I have to have the honey in it because yeah. uh, what's a chamomile? Oh, yeah. oh, oh, oh goodness, what a flavor without honey! Yeah. Oh, oh goodness. Uh-huh. Have you ever eaten a Michael Craft store? Here you go, chamomile <laughs> tea. <laughs> yeah. Bar. No, for sure. Um, but yeah, so he rounds the corner and then Goku's like, Hey, did you see like a 30 foot tall black charging bull run out of here? Uh, at full speed at Mach 3? And Oolong's like, Nah, couldn't be me, fam. <laughs> this is where the That's- narrator pipes in and tells us that Oolong's powers only work for five minutes. Does, in the Japanese version, he does. In the American version, I think Oolong says it in an inner monologue. Oh, huh. yeah, he did. You're right, Mike. You're right. It yeah. was different. <laughs> he did say it in the monologue. You're right. That makes a lot more sense to have it from, because you wouldn't be thinking, oh, no, I can't go swimming because I have a rash. You would know that inherently. You wouldn't explain it in your head at that moment. The Japanese <laughs> narrator gets that. more lines. Interesting. <laughs> I don't know what to read yeah. into that exactly, uh. but... <laughs> I just think maybe the narrator guy back into the room. Yeah. <laughs> I think maybe I think it might be a thing of just like you know it could be the American thing of like Americans hate narrators for some fucking reason. I don't know why. Yeah, what people, the fuck is that? People Can do we talk say yeah, that I'm, for a second. People say narrations hack. It is a thing people say. <laughs> yeah, go ahead, Mike. Pop, pop off. No, I wanted to hear your guys' opinion on it because oh. I've talked about this on my show, on, on, on my podcast and radio show, every single day. I don't get it. I mean, it's great. 
I, yeah, I, I, I guess because too many people do it, maybe? I don't know. I don't really have a... No, I, I, I wish I had a stronger like, opinion on <laughs> it, but... <laughs> I, I, I think I have a notion. Like, Americans have such a desire to be the center of attention. All They need to be in charge of telling their own story. They cannot have a third party witness their story uh, and tell it for them. It removes That's the personalization so they need for storytelling purposes, which oh. is why I think Americans are dumb and should be shot. <laughs> yeah, I agree, with, I agree with everything you said. Everything always goes back to you your said. final thesis, Benel. <laughs> give me, give me the paper. I'll sign it. Agree. <laughs> this is me, Benel. This is me. I'm clicking yes on the user agreement. Absolutely. People are like, oh, Benel, you're very harsh. You're you're very harsh on Americans. Yeah. Well, if you're the evil empire, you should be harsh at it, even if you are. If you're on course about you. If people like I, I've been told like, wow, Benel, you really. When people, I mean, the only person I talk to, which is my fiance, like the only person yeah. I'm allowed, I have a conversation with. She's like, "You're always very negative towards Americans." I'm like, "Yeah, well, we are Coruscant, so no, I, yeah, I have like, a problem right, with your negativity right, towards I'm Americans." I'm sorry. Let me list all the good things they do. Sorry, yeah. let's talk about that for a while. Yeah, I'm sure oh, we're done. People, to be clear, sure, I have no problem with Benel's negativity towards Americans. I just think Benel's harsh on checks notes humanity. <laughs> as a whole again yeah. again, again Benel hitting agree start the game yes. <laughs> support agreement yes 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 I'm clicking dun, through the whole dun, thing dun, 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 even that fucking song if I am elected you know, like, like, listen to me listen to me no other country has a theme song for their, for their president. <laughs> president. That's weird. Okay? That's what you do. You know who else had one? You know who else has that? Only Hitler. Yeah. What was his That's song? the only other Was it person. a banger? Yo, it was just mostly Skrillax. Was it a banger? Oh, okay. Adolf. I can uh, actually enjoy Skrillex now. Like, I'm sorry, I'm at the edge. I'm like, oh, I can actually kind of enjoy. Bangarang is kind of fucking. Uh, that's I, that one's good. That's just, that now, one's I'll good. tell you, I'm in. I'm in the same place. I, I a show I was watching that was from like ten years ago was doing an action scene, and they they did dubstep as was typical at the time. And I was like, why did we? Sh- why did everyone shit on this? Just like narration. It's yeah. it makes the action scene so good. I think it's I, just I, perfect. I think narration and dubstep. I think this is actually a real parallel here. I think. They were both used a lot in, in like a five year period, and so then everyone who grew up on that decided that's hack. I'm gonna be not hack and shit on that for the rest yeah, of my life hipsterism. forever. <laughs> I want a redo sure. of Hunger Games with the narration brought back in, <laughs> yeah. as is the case in the book. A ton of narration. I mean, y- movie makes no sense without the narration and dubstep. Arrested Development. Ron Howard in Arrested Development is arguably top three characters in the show. (laughs) He gets so many great lines and jokes. Like the fuck you are. (laughs) (laughs) This definitely dubstep definitely money in the banana stand. (laughs) (laughs) There's definitely a time where dubstep is appropriate. And it's more time than people have allowed. <laughs> yeah. What if Benel describes the next plot point of this of this episode, and then we drop in dubstep? Okay. Benel? <laughs> let's see All right, how it goes. Sure. Yeah, let's we'll see. All right. Ulan right. uh, waits a minute to trans- transform it, uh, and he transforms to a robot with hot soup, which I fucking think is hilarious. That was so specific. <laughs> 
being transformed into I... the robot. The great part about this bit yeah. is that the soup is actually real soup and burns his lung. It's not part of his transformation. No, he got he he just, like not, real he... hot soup. And was I was so size. freaked out by this. I'm so glad you guys were also freaked out by it that I Googled for like 10 minutes. Like, is there some ramen that used a robot for a long period <laughs> of time? <laughs> no, it's just a bit. Oolong just goes, I'm going to, I want to put you in this soup. And he actually brings soup. And I love that extra effort. <laughs> yeah. He brings a large, it's an appropriately sized to him. He's in a giant, he's a giant mech. He's not a Mac, he's a but robot. not only does he bring in the soup, it's also like a threes company thing to cover for the fact that he can only transform for five minutes. Yeah. So it's not just, I have the soup. It's like, you wouldn't suspect that I can't transform because I have this soup. I'm going to put you and in the soup. And that was my big plan. Yeah, because all he could do is roll intimidate. So he's like, he added the soup to add a little bit of, uh, yeah, yeah. to get an advantage on his roll. <laughs> If I have hot soup, can I roll with advantage? I, 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 have to, I, I know we're all li- <laughs> What was up now? Yeah. Then he burns himself with the soup, though. That's like <laughs> yeah, a that. Yeah, it's actually hot soup. Yeah. <laughs> he burned his thumb and dropped it. <laughs> I, I um, have to bring down the mood a little to ask an anime question. Have yeah. you guys heard people describe Goku Super Saiyan as being fire? That he's surrounded by fire? No. no. It's, it's supposed to be key and energy, I think. It's key for sure, yeah. but I have heard in in both like in like manga and like other stuff like saying it's fire, and I don't know that Goku is immune to heat. No, he's uh, not. A, he wouldn't be immune to it because like there's yeah. um there's like a movie where Gohan is almost thrown into lava and he has to shield himself with energy to not get and, and, in lava. and it's a plot point in Super too, right? That he is. So is this actually a good plan? Is the reason I bring this up? <laughs> okay, I see where you bring this up. Uh, I mean, it would have been if he could ever do anything to Goku at all. It would have been. I think Goku is not immune to soup. I think it's one of his <laughs> He's weaknesses. He's not immune to hot soup. It's never tested. He could have been. He could have. He could have scorched himself. <laughs> Probably. I think it's one of these instances where no one tries the obvious and says, "Have we tried like just fire?" You know, these, with fire. these superheroes keep leveling up their their chi and their 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 ability to to punch and things like that. Invincibility, like, yeah. What about like a small lighter, just a barbecue lighter, and you're at a bit of a distance? Uh, okay, so, <clears throat> so yeah, what's what's the what's the next thing that happens, Bruno? Uh, the Where next thing I? that happens is after the, he says it, we it, do it. If the kid, a kid with a slingshot, hits Hulong in the back of the head. Ooh, ah! <laughs> no, that was well, that wasn't Skrillex. That was uh... that was that was that was no, that, that, was, that was disturbed. <laughs> that was disturbed. Ooh. That was disturbed. <laughs> uh, I have to ask you guys this yeah. this too with well, maybe another episode. But my my love hate relationship with metal because of anime, because uh, of AMVs or what? <laughs> no, anime loves metal. I think really? three of the three of the credit songs from. Uh, Metal Alchemist or Metal, you know, I'm talking about end and beginning, have oh. metal. A lot of anime themes have screams, have screaming and, and yeah, uh, uh, sh- shout music. Death Note does. Oh, yeah, Death Note for sure. Uh, Coming soon from the Doofer Brothers. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, like, <laughs> I, I love every time an anime show does metal as their opening, and I don't like metal. And part of that is because a lot of them dress like neo-Nazis, but a lot of mm. it is because of how loud it is. Mm. Uh, yeah, it's I mean, loud. fair. So, it's a loud genre. But Dragon Ball never. Dragon Ball has done rap. 
I don't want to go back on an episode that they've talked about. They've never done metal. They've never done the metal thing. Yeah. Um, the current Attack on Titan theme is metal. Uh, the newest season. Of course it is. <laughs> yeah. yeah, this kid slingshot at Oolong, and this made me be like, yeah, no one ever tested this motherfucker's chin. Ever. They just let him run wild no. in this town. <laughs> that's, what, that's what happens. You just gotta go up to the biggest guy, and you don't have to fight him, but you gotta let him know that he ain't gonna push you around. Yeah. And they generally always back down. Mm-hmm. And he does. He runs you, away. Well, it's, another, it's another little clue, too. We're yeah, getting yeah. all these clues about how Oolong's kind of a, a, a weak link. Yeah. Uh, so Goku so does have a fight IQ. He does. Uh, he doesn't know a lot of things about a lot of things, but he knows that Oolong seems really weak. So Oolong challenges Goku to break some bricks, which Goku does with his finger. And Oolong, <laughs> being a real G, goes, oh, word, retreat. <laughs> getting out of here. Uh, yeah. He he fled. He fled the interview. I would. I always thought this too that Goku had a fight IQ. But now seeing you say it that way, but now hearing it, now I'm thinking he's just kind of like intuitive. He has a fight IQ. Yeah. Well, that's that's the, that's Dragon Ball Super's posit that he's intuitive. Mm-hmm. That's true too. Yeah. But like, he's never like. He has never once been like. I guess in Cell Saga, he says Goku can take him. But other than that, he just kind of has the ability to get beat up and learn in a fight. Like, like I don't know whether he's smart at fighting. Well, I think you know if we look through all of Dragon Ball, has Goku ever been surprised at how strong somebody was? I don't think he is. I think he always like knows approximately how never- strong his opponents are. That's true. Like before he even fights them, I mean, like remember the Cell Saga? He literally just goes over to where Cell is to just size him up. And then he like uh, yeah. teleports back, and he's like, "Yeah, he's stronger than me. He whipped my ass." <laughs> and then everyone freaks out. Sh- <laughs> yeah, you, you'll see in a few episodes he's a little shitbag to Roshi. Um, oh yeah, he does not respect Roshi initially. Word. He's kind of suspicious of the whole thing. I'm pretty sure. Okay. Yeah. Um, I could be wrong. I could be wrong. I could be wrong. He might get thrown but... off by the fact that Roshi is like perverted. That might throw him off. Because that's <laughs> the same reason Naruto didn't think Jiraiya was strong. He thought he was just a perv. You know? <laughs> Listen, per- pervs can't fight, so that is true. <laughs> yeah, man, t- talk about dedication. The only through line that sticks through this entire series is the fact that Roshi is a hound. Yeah, like that stays there from episode one to five hundred. <laughs> it's in. It's in the Super Endgame. Let's be clear yeah. here. The, Roshi's perversion lasts until Super Endgame. Is the one thing. That Vegeta, never a villain for a large amount of it, is not evil anymore. Yeah, you know, Bulma doesn't want to adventure, but Roshi is like, got to get in there. I mean, by Watch super, Vegeta's been a hero for longer than he's been a villain. <laughs> I know what I'm saying. You talk about turnabout, turnabout, sort yeah. of is fair play kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah. Everything shifts except for that. Yeah, Roshi stays the same. Goku even has a job <laughs> by super. Ulan retreats. Bulma tells Goku to go after him. Uh, Goku summons the Nimbus and chases Oolong around. Oolong, firstly, as a bat flies away, and then as a rocket is chased by Goku through the mountains until his time runs out and his transformation ends. Oolong is saved by Goku uh, from falling, and together with the villagers, march back to Oolong's house. His palace, bro. Where he has a palace (laughs) built from all the money he stole. MTV's Cribs featuring Oolong, bro. (laughs) He's fucking... When the villagers go to retrieve their kids, all their kids live in the lap of luxury, and Ulan wants them out of his house. 
God, honestly, this ending was awesome. This is a perfect awesome. Dragon Ball so, ending. So funny. I would have watched the <laughs> Oolong. The, the 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 I would watch a chibi bad harem anime. Like that's so. That's a great pitch. It's like a ten year old kid with ten year old girlfriends. He can't, and all the ten year old girls just being adorable, doing their own thing, and he can't handle them. That's a great. And they just like, bully him around. Chibi oh, he, funny. He yeah. basically is a servant to them and doesn't get anything out of it. <laughs> and I know people have mentioned. I think because because. Uh, Jaku becomes a character in later, but like basically a lot of this stuff is Toriyama in the early days of Dragon Ball as a manga is yeah. him p- pitching other mangas. Is yeah. him being basically like, what about this? What about that? Yeah. Until and he he never thought Dragon Ball would stick. Mm. Um, and this was another one I would watch. I I, I want to make this. Like it's so <laughs> funny. All these adorable ten year old girls bullying around this pig. They're doing it's like so yoga funny. and hang, doing spa day at the pool and. Jazzercise. Jazzercise. Please, please be period appropriate. They're doing uh, jazzercise. Yes. Jazzercise. <laughs> yeah. Uh, good times. Can I um, tell you, I was shocked by the next part uh, in the show because I this show is so good that I forgot about the fact that early anime trope of like, basically, we're building the crew. Yeah. Like, to me, I know who Oolong is. I've seen all the shows. I've seen Dragon Ball Z. I know who Oolong is going to be revealed to be eventually. And... When they bring Oolong with him, I'm like, I was just holding my head being like, oh, yeah. Yeah. That's what happens. It's, <laughs> yeah. it's become part of the, Like, I'm in the early stages of an anime because it was so it, – it didn't feel – a lot of animes now force it. It's like basically, you know, here comes another friend coming on the, the, the screen. I think Naruto – Naruto – Naruto and Mario. Naruto avoids it by having so many characters that you don't know yeah. who's going to stick. Yeah. It starts off as but, a school too. So, yeah. But a, a – a lot of other animes, it's like, here comes character number four. You know, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. uh, it, it, I was tricked. I was genuinely enjoying the episode, <laughs> even knowing what was going to happen. And I was like, wow, this is great. I mean, in One Piece, it's become a thing where it's like the fan base rallies around certain characters to join the crew. And then they get disappointed wow, or, cool. you know, it's, you know, people debate who's going to join. And it's like, yeah, it's, it's, it's part of the buy-in watching One Piece is like seeing who's going to be the next crewmate to, uh, to fulfill the trope. People want the trope fulfilled. Uh, but yeah. Um, I, know, I know you guys aren't fans of Fairy Tale, but they, they actually do a, a good job. I mean, not Fairy Tale, uh, uh, Seven Deadly Sins. But they do uh, a good job of, uh, of um, stringing you along, basically telling yeah. you at the beginning there are seven characters and right. kind of making you guess the whole time. I think that's a great uh, it's a version good, of it. No, that, that is definitely is a good setup, for sure. I'll give Silly Dunley since it's credit where it's due. And Fairy Tale. Uh, where, where it's not due. Fa- not Fairy Tale. I'm a fan of Fairy Tale. Everyone should make fun of Fairy Tale. It's a bad show. Yeah, it's bad. But, but. It's, <laughs> I still give credit where it's due, but it's still bad. Um, <laughs> it's a very bad anime, yeah. Uh, well, uh, out of seven Dragon Balls, how many would you give this episode, starting with my uh, co-host, Benel Hermosen. Uh, I'll give this a five Dragon Ball. Uh, this this five Dragon Ball for me. I really like this episode. Best up so far. Yeah, best best so far. Yeah. Like it's a great one and done, fun episode. Mm-hmm. It was generally funny at parts when it was trying to be. Uh, yeah. Goku it's- pulled like three Gokus. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, Mike, your thoughts. So, as a fan of this show as well as a fan of YouTube and a fan of Dragon Ball, I do have to take some issue with uh, uh, 
how many Dragon Balls are do we have now? Oh, so yeah, they so they got the fifth one at the end of this. So they're five but or seven. But how many are there? Does Earth have five seven, or seven? Seven. Okay. Uh, Emperor okay. Pilaf has one, and our heroes have five, and so there's one out there somewhere. Okay. Well, I was trying to make sure. I wanted to make sure we had the appropriate amount of Dragon Balls for the manga we were in. I was yeah. trying to remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, we're good. Mm-hmm. Okay, so it's out of seven. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, I would give it a seven. Damn. Especially if we're... <laughs> if the standard is if the standard is ranking within the show and my most enjoyment, I mean, I don't I don't think they perfect like this. Unlike Dragon Ball Z, the height of drama is not the height of the thing. So like the martial arts tournament in this, like, get ready to be disappointed. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. It's they perfect martial arts tournaments later. Yeah. Uh, you Hakusho and they're not as the best. But... And then Dragon Ball just takes that. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm will, and I'd like to introduce because I have nowhere else to talk about this. My fan theory about season, the next season of Stranger Things. I think it's going to be a martial arts tournament, a la Dragon Ball. <laughs> what, the fuck? what the fuck? That would be dope. My kid Dragon hate Ball it, premieres in 1986 in Japan, which is when the next season takes place. Oh. In 1986 in Japan, I mean 1986 in America. Although it wouldn't have been popular, Street Fighter comes out. There were a lot of other. 19, they have not hit on the kung fu craze that's happening. So a lot of the Bruce Lee movies would have already been out, mm-hmm. you know, and like come and gone. And a lot of other kung fu tournament games would have come out. I think that the next season of Stranger Things is going to be a Mortal Kombat, Enter the Dragon style kung fu tournament leading up to a fight between Vecna and Eleven. Cool. You heard it here first. Cool. I haven't seen the uh, last seven, seven Dragon things, Balls. Seven Dragon Balls. Oh Se- shit! Yeah. Seven, seven Dragon Balls. I was well, I haven't my... spoiled anything for anyone. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna grade my co-host and go with five, but uh, Mike, because you did. What is your standard? Was my standard? Uh, is it just enjoyable? Yeah. as a Show or is it enjoyable? Okay. I, it wasn't. It, it had some funny stuff, but like, I, there weren't any moments that were like superlatively hype for me, like all-time mm-hmm. moments or whatever. That, that's what I would go seven. I think. Uh, like, I went seven when Gohan defeated Cell um, yeah. on the other show. And I went seven when I think Goku and Kid Buu had this really good fight in the climax. Um, what did you give the episode where Piccolo and Goku get their driver's license? I wasn't there for that one. Probably oh. would have gone six and a half. That's know. a great episode. <laughs> I don't know. I don't so that's what I'm saying. Is like yeah. I think I love that episode. And this show is, this is a funny episode. I think the, to Benel's point, he, you hit it right on the head. It's yeah. a, it's a standalone episode is why it gets a seven for me. You could show anyone this cartoon and be like, wow, what a fun little cartoon. It, is, it really does encapsulate all of Dragon Ball in one episode for sure. There's a plane. You guys hear that plane? Uh, yeah. well, uh, Mike, we're up against it here, which means, uh, we're going to have to wait to give you your wish on the Patreon. You get a wish because you gave it seven, but you have to subscribe oh, to the okay. Patreon to hear Mike get his wish. Cause, uh, cause we're out of time. <laughs> we went really long. But before we go, Mike plugs. What do you want to plug for people? Hey, me and Lawson are making well greetings from Tromaville. Uh, I'm making a Poultry Geist video game based on the hit Troma movie Poultry Geist. Uh, and Lawson is in it. Lawson plays a very anime esque bad guy that we won't reveal too much about. But uh, I but, did voice yeah, acting. That's coming out. Lawson did awesome. Lawson did awesome. Chills. 
did really, really awesome. Oh, thanks, man. Uh, uh, you'll check that out soon. Uh, if you just search my name, uh, you know, you'll, you'll, you'll find me, but I really more care about letting you know, look out for Lawson and this, this poultry geist. Yeah. You trauma now go to trauma now, learn about trauma. It's mm. four bucks a month to have trauma. Now you can find uh, my documentary on there. Telephone dieting, but people are full of shit in the world of dieting. Um, in that documentary, I invent a fake diet product that I get influencers to actually promote. Um, uh, it's it's uh, learn about trauma, get excited, watch Poultry Geist. It's a weird movie. Our movie's very different. Uh, if you want to see someone handle Native American rights very sensitively or as sensitively as this episode did, the Poultry Geist <laughs> movie is is a good place to start. I think our game uh, handles it differently, but it's shock entertainment. It'll make you think about how little you do in the world. If you mm. liked a lot of what Benel said about America, you'll love trauma. Mm. Uh, Go ahead and um, check that out. Also, you can subscribe to the Patreon at patreon.com slash BOSpod. I'm at Law Vanguard on Instagram. Benel, hit him with your plugs. Oh. <clears throat> Ham underscore wrestler on, in, on Instagram. Uh, if you're in Denver, Colorado, I'm going to be on Joan Jackson's Big Queer launch at the Roxy Theater on June the 11th. I'm also featured on uh, PAPW's uh, PAPW Recharge. June the third, uh, on Friday, June the third in Connecticut. Uh, yeah. For more information, H uh, A M underscore wrestler on Instagram, and of course my shop still available, flyingluchapig dot com for all your hammered. Sweet. And with that, uh, we have completed what is probably the longest episode in balling out history. And so let's say it as a group. You guys see you next week. Balling out. Super. Super.